0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Radio Dose podcast episode number eight. This is Owen Smith and this podcast is brought to you by Smith Brothers Entertainment. Make sure you go follow our Twitter that is at Smith Bros ENT. Today we do not have a guest but I will be joined by producer Drew and my co-host Luke Joseph. So how are you guys doing today? i'm doing good I'm doing good
1: feels quiet
0: it is quiet yeah. it's different this is the first episode without a guest officially uh we had that episode back when uh luke was releasing his album when we didn't have a guest but other than that we've had samuel mcdaniel grant de kaiser Brittany k and what that's it right yeah, what yeah so far but yeah so and we'll have more guests to come but this episode we just wanted to do on our own um because we had not done one of those yet so uh today's episode we will be talking about the obsession uh with nostalgia. Right? Yes. Is that how you say it? Nostalgia? Nostalgia. Yeah. Nostalgia. Um and then that is we will not be doing any other segments today. So it might be a shorter episode than usual. Um, but we are uh looking forward to talking about this. We we're just, you know, this is something that we've all kind of noticed and are, you know, honestly kind of annoyed with at this point, but also have a um we all have kind of our different opinions on it and everything. So, Luke, let's go ahead and talk about the obsession with nostalgia. I guess what's your uh, viewpoint on it?
1: Um, You know, it's all – it's, it depends on what it is. You know, there's nostalgia of just doing something that you did when you were younger uh, or, like, them remaking a movie, and it's a movie that you watched when you were a kid. And it's yeah. like, oh, it brings back good days. Or, mm-hmm. like, hearing a song that you haven't heard since you were little brings back that instant, like, I feel like a kid again, you know?
0: Yeah. I guess what I'm trying to talk about more is the fact that the remakes of things and yeah. right. the the bringing back this or, you know, like... So,
1: the nostalgia of the entertainment industry. Yeah. Like reboots? mostly. Yeah. Mostly.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, because there's reboots of movies, of TV shows, of... Um, video games uh i mean there's remasters of stuff there's all different stuff and everyone's always i feel like in today's world is craving that that feeling of nostalgia but also like i don't know it 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 doesn't concern me in a way but it's like okay at what point is too much nostalgia i mean yeah is that all we're going to are we just going to be living in the you know like there's no I know, like we're progressing, and technology is always progressing, and it's on. We want to bring back those fun things onto new platforms, like right. you know, a, a Call of Duty. Like for example, Call of Duty remade the Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare, and that was originally on the um, Xbox 360, and they brought it to the next generation of console. So it ran um,
1: better. It was it,
0: yeah, it ran better. It was it, you know, it was a new, it was the same game on a new console, so yeah. there was a different feel to it. But also that. Game brought back nostalgia for just a couple of days or weeks or whatever, and then people started having complaints about it again. And it's like yeah. you forget those complaints you had about it. Maybe it was yeah. fun. It definitely was fun when yeah. it first came out, but there was definitely complaints. And then some people, you know, want the glitches from then. But when you recreate a game, like it, it goes away and all that. Yeah. And then also, I mean, movies. I mean. There's all kinds of movies all the time yeah. that are being either, either the series is re- being rebooted or they're doing a new version of it, like the yeah. Lion King coming out what later this year I think. Now that's um,
1: yeah, that's something that's been happening. All those movies, like there was the Jungle Book, yeah, um,
0: doing like kind of a live action instead yeah, of the big animated friendly
1: giant. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's weird it's like because especially with lion king being one of my favorite movies as a kid and then seeing that they're remaking it yeah. i mean i'm excited for it because donald glover but yeah, other okay. than that i don't i really don't want to see it because that's the only thing that's making me want to see it is because he's in it and i love him um but there's no sense of you of
0: like oh like lion king was my favorite movie you don't want to see it no, I don't like, understand there's no, for that there's nostalgia.
1: No, not at all. I don't so that's I, that's one of the things I don't understand is why people are so obsessed with that. Yeah. It's like maybe it's cuz I get it in different things. Not movies weren't the thing that like brought that back a lot cuz I I mean, yeah, every kid watched a lot of TV, but I did a lot of other things too than watch TV and movies and Yeah. you know, so I guess maybe it's just that movies didn't bring a lot of that to me. I get, when Star Wars was coming back, I kind of felt that way. I was like, "Oh, I mean, that was the thing when I was a kid. Now I get to see it with really high-quality technology. Yeah. But then you go into it, and it's not the same anymore, and you're like, this isn't this isn't what I expected. So I guess you kind of get blinded with yeah. your nostalgia. You, you're thinking it's going to be what it was. Yeah. And then when th- you know, you're thinking of something in the past, you bring it on higher standards than it really was. Exactly, you know? yeah.
2: When I was a kid, I grew up with uh, all the prequels coming out, and I was like, uh, I was like, oh, wow, these are great. Because when I was a kid, I, I barely processed it. Yeah, You know, I just kind of saw the cool parts. And then you end up... It's kind of unhealthy because you end up worshipping something mm-hmm. that wasn't that good. But because when you were a kid, you remember it being this way that you're like, oh, it was that re- really? It was incredible. Yeah. I watch it now, and I'm like, that's hot garbage. <laughs> you know? <laughs> garbage.
0: Well, I mean, of course, everything changes with the time. And, like, yeah, now... A movie that released when I was even your age yeah, is, I mean, the advancements in technology and the, I guess, just the different environment of the world, like, you know, not, like, not literal environment, but, you know, just like how society is, like, yeah, clearly there's a lot of things that change pretty quickly yeah. um, in today's world, but,
2: but at the same, I don't know, it's just like,
0: I, I like the, feel- who doesn't like the feeling of
2: nostalgia? Yeah. I, I don't know. One thing it kind of bothers me with nostalgia is that um like you end up bringing back stuff that needs to just die. Like I I was like seeing the Incredibles 2. I know some people liked it. I did not like it in comparison to the first one. Yeah. And it's like why didn't you just let the first one be good instead of making a sequel that was, you know, kind of incomparable. It's just not that good in my opinion.
0: Yeah, with The Incredibles it was a little different um because I think Although they did bring it back, the first Incredibles, was, it left off, you know, I don't want to get into a movie review and all that, but it <laughs> left off with, you know, like a, well, a cliffhanger, I guess you would yeah. call it. Um, and so th- there was a story to finish. But, you know, with nostalgia, like yes, it did come out. And like a lot of people like my age that watched that movie when it first came out and, you know, were big fans of it and all that. Like it was nostalgia for us, but it was also like finishing a story and like a story that like like with the Star Wars films nowadays and all that is like they're creating a new story in like today's world and all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't – It although there are ties back to the original Star Wars and all that, Yeah, those Star Wars didn't leave a cliffhanger for this series. You know what I mean? So Incredibles is kind of a different thing. Um, but I guess what I'm trying to talk about more is the recreation – of um the movies and bringing back remastering yeah bringing back old games bringing back all that um so it's i mean it's just like kind of i think it's kind of overload and like when you when you think of the um i guess when you think of like what comes out around christmas and all that i mean they were remastering game systems they were remastering all this different stuff and it's like but those things don't succeed. Like they get us to buy them, but like they don't yeah. last long. Because once you get a sense of that nostalgia, it's I mean, it's gone. I mean, like I said with the Call of Duty Four or whatever, it was it was just kind of gone for yeah. me quickly.
2: Didn't they bring back um, the PlayStation One?
0: Yeah, they brought like this just past year. They brought back the PlayStation One and all that, and it's like, yeah, I, I mean, it's cool for a couple of days. I just don't under. I mean, I understand the obsession with nostalgia. I've definitely gone through it before, but it's, it's just, like, I think it's kind of overrated in effect, and, but our society is so obsessed with it. Yeah,
1: I mean, I have the um, – I didn't grow up with, uh, like, the Sega Genesis and all that. Yeah. But I have this – I think it's called the Retron 8 or something like that. Yeah. And it can play uh, Sega Genesis games, uh, Super Nintendo games, and just the uh, Nintendo games, NES. Um so, not growing up with that, but getting to play, like, the classic and getting that classic feel definitely brings, like, a, I don't know, like, a uh, down-to-earth feeling in a way. Yeah. Okay, like, wow, this is simple. This is nice, because you feel, like, old school when you do it, right? Yeah. But then you play it for a couple of weeks, and you're like, yeah, now I see why video games have gotten better, because yeah, you can play I'm- those for longer Yeah. and get more.
0: It's cool for, like I said, it's cool for a minute, but then you're like, okay, I can go play... The newest games that I can, you know, with with this high quality and this storytelling and things that they were they couldn't even dream of back in the day, yeah, when they were making the second Genesis games or the PlayStation One games or even you know things that they can do on the newest systems they couldn't even do on the last generation, um, and uh, last generation of um gaming and all that, you know, with the PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty and all that um but also another thing that's kind of coming back too is that companies are now looking into making flip phones again yeah,
1: but like in an in innovative
0: way but it's like it's the
1: nostalgia like it, it, yeah. it's like is that the reason they're doing it
0: i think so i mean I, I don't know what why else you would bring it back i mean a lot of people just always refer that's to terrible. the old times as oh do you remember when we had the flip phones and this and that and it's like yeah i do but there's a reason i love my iphone or this yeah. or a samsung phone or whatever like there's We've advanced. Do you really want to deal with the flip phone? There was a reason we advanced from that. That's like, that's my problem with nostalgia It's like, yeah, it's cool here and there, but there's a reason why we advanced because we got tired of those things. And I think that's forgotten a lot when we have nostalgia and I get it. It's fun to have here and there, but I just don't, th- I just don't get the obsession with going back and purchasing these things. Like it's yeah. cool to listen to an old song or go back and watch an old movie, but to recreate it, it's just like, I think it goes too far. And I get it. It's a money. Like, people are chasing the nostalgia. I understand it. And I understand why companies go out and recreate Lion King and recreate, you know, this and that and create another Toy Story. Or You know, like, I I understand that. But it's just like, as a consumer, why are you buying into this? You know that in a week or so you're going to be tired of it or you watch the movie. You're going to have your complaints. That's the biggest thing with Me Too is everyone complains. It's like, you were complaining back then, and the only reason you're complaining right now is because you have you were then, and also you've advanced a lot as a person. Yeah, and also as um, you know, as a consumer, you've purchased better products. That's why there. That's why it's nostalgic. It's it's old. It's old. We've yeah. we've advanced past
2: it. I was watching Infinity War last night, and like, what's crazy? Which is, is that, the
0: Marvel Avengers movie?
2: Yeah, for those wondering, Avengers Infinity War. And I was watching it last night, and I was like. Wow, there's some problems with this movie I didn't realize because after I saw it, everybody just kept talking about how good it was and how great it is. And then seeing it again, I was like, it's a good movie, but it's not a masterpiece, you know, or necessarily. And there's just a lot of problems I started to notice. And it's like, it's crazy how much time can have an effect on our perspective. Yeah. Something we saw, you know.
1: I Yeah, that's that's something especially I've noticed with the Star Wars like, as a kid, the prequels were, like, flawless to me. Yeah, exactly. But then you go back and watch them and you notice the CGI. I mean, if you look past the CGI, it's still I still think they're good. I don't care what anyone says, but I find them good. But they're not the same as when you watched them as a kid. Because as a kid, you didn't have those standards. Yeah. Of, you know, now how much better CGI has gotten. Well, when you, you will notice bad CGI immediately when you see it. Especially when you grow
2: up and you end up watching better content. Right. Your standards kind of get higher because you're like, well, I've seen better than this. So why is this, you know, not as good? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's like, I feel like people are almost um, bringing nostalgia over to the next level of like putting it on other things. So, um, Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out right Mm -hmm. and they mentioned they're gonna have an online and everyone's like it better be like gta online or i'm not playing it yeah yeah or i'm not playing this and i'm like and i said that too but then i get on there and it's not the same at all and i was mad at first and i was like but they're not even the same game why am i like just because it's the same creators i all sudden wanted something from the past that i liked yeah into this new thing it's like well they're just trying to change things trying to innovate and i should realize that as a creator that innovation is where you should be going but then again there's all these companies in the entertainment that are just remaking stuff and it's just for But a it's paycheck. a money maker it's that's a the thing. a paycheck. Yeah, that's yeah. all they want.
0: But and they sh- i mean it's a business. So i don't like i said i don't blame the companies for doing this. They're they're finding a lot of success with what they are doing with this obsession with nostalgia but I'm saying the consumer needs to wake up and realize that first off they're playing you very well. Oh yeah. yeah. You can go buy a PlayStation 1 or whatever for like 20 bu- I don't know what the what the new remastered version of it costs and all that. You can find one in probably your basement or go find it on Craigslist or something along those line where you can um I mean y- you can find it and play it for a day, you know or whatever. It's like I don't know. I just don't get I get it because I've experienced it and I've felt for it before, but I think it's just reaching a level. It's like, okay, we are reaching a level with nostalgia where are we going to have it in 10 years? Are we going to have nostalgia of having nostalgia? You know what I mean? Like, we're not, like, even though we are creating new products and all that, it's like, I feel like we are striving so much to compare, you know, like, like I was saying over the Christmas season last year. I was like, you know, when is the next classic Christmas movie going to happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we haven't had one since, like, I think, like, 2000 or 1985. Or, you know, like, there's the the classic movies that everybody watches every Christmas and all that. Um, and and that goes with any holiday season. I mean, there's, like, Charlie Brown still gets played every year. And it's like, at what point do do we create one? And I think that we strive so hard in that um, production studios and all of them strive so hard to make the next classic thing It's like it gets. I think classics happen naturally. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I feel like we won't like we'll have nostalgia, like here and there, but like not the way that we have it now because we are built like we are striving so hard for it. You know what I mean? Like we're we're striving so hard to make something nostalgic.
2: Well, as like a screenwriter, um, one thing they say is that when you come into when you're writing a, a scene. You shouldn't come in with the idea, this is going to be the greatest scene. You know, it's going to be very emotional because then it becomes extremely forced. So when you go, I'm going to go make a classic, it's going to be so forced and all that that it ends up being the opposite.
0: And something that bothers me with music is you have these great artists, and I'm not trying to, you know, downplay them or anything. But when they drop, when they release an album or whatever, drop a song, we're so quick to say, is that like, is that a classic? Is that the next classic? Is that, you know, like it's just it's frustrating and it's so much pressure on the artists. I get it. There's expectations. There's there definitely should be expectations with every artist. But like the albums that our parents refer to as the greatest albums of all time. They, at the time, they were just albums.
1: Yeah. Like they yeah. become
0: great with time. Like it doesn't just happen overnight. Yeah, you know,
1: we try to make them instant classics. Because yeah. we're always striving. Yeah. We're
0: obsessed with having, like, we want that to be the next classic. We want to be nostalgic. Because we want to experience it. Down the
1: road. it yeah. yeah. And we're afraid we won't if we don't m- claim it's a classic. Yeah. Um. Another company I was uh, talking about with uh, my friend Grant, who was on here last episode yeah is uh ea with madden and uh uh, battlefield they release the same game every year and it's like this they don't they're afraid to change it because i guess it kind of gives that nostalgia in a way because they're like they're forcing you to play the same game just putting another number on it you know yeah, yeah but there's also advancements with that but how much of like at least with Madden I have not I mean Madden's the same game it's football yet they claim like and we keep buying them
0: oh I definitely fall into the madden yeah. NBA 2k like the the games that release every single year um I th- I think the reason I do is that they I mean they update things here and there like is it that big no not really at uh, recently past couple years I don't like this year, for example, this past year, I didn't buy um, the NBA game when it dropped because I knew it was going to be the same thing, and I could just play the old one. And then I waited for the Madden price to drop significantly before I bought that too. Yeah. So like, I'm not falling into buying it the the day it comes out. But I think that there are advancements with those games and all of that. They definitely. I don't know if that's nostalgia. I think that's just kind of a. I don't know. Not necessarily nostalgic, because I don't buy Madden because I'm nostalgic about Madden.
1: You know what I mean? Like yeah. I
0: buy it. Like it's it definitely like a. It's a. I wish that they would make a game that you could update every year, and you would pay like a, a premium price for or right. like or pay for the rosters to update instead of buying yeah. a whole new game. I but but here's the thing: is, they We have, don't
1: even need that. There are those like people will post a roster, and I you know I have two. The last two K I bought was uh, eighteen. Yeah, which and is. For everyone listening, is the
0: NBA game. 2K yeah, is. I mean, okay. If you don't know, yeah. it's, it's, um, or it's the NBA game.
1: And so I bought that, but I haven't bought 19 or. I haven't bought 19, you know? Um, but I downloaded the most current roster. Like, people will make the most current roster if oh, they, they change. Yeah, they like, definitely do, yeah. got LeBron on the Lakers, and, you know, I didn't have to buy, I didn't have to pay $60 just to get that. You know, so. So if you're someone who wants the new roster but not really that features, don't waste sixty dollars because you can just find the roster for free on the past game.
0: Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But I think the way that those companies—I don't want to get into strategies and all that—but I think a way that companies could um, could improve their sales and all of that is maybe eliminate that feature and create like a roster update every year but again those games change every year that's why they make a new one but i think it's different than nostalgia like that's just a it's just a a trick that gets you into buying the same game every year i'm talking more of the remasters of games and bringing back games it's like okay those games are cool yeah those movies are cool and all that if i really want to i'll go and i'll go and uh watch it or whatever but the the companies are geniuses with this because everyone's just buying into it really quickly Mm
1: -hmm. it's like oh pre-order call of duty or buy this limited edition of call of duty that's actually 90 dollars for this old game that you used to play and you're like oh i'm gonna miss out on it i love that game even though you could just go on your old system or just realize that it's not that good
0: right yeah and like I know we're, we're referring to video games a lot but I mean that's what it's really I mean recently video games movies and mu- music's kind of hard like you can remaster a, a song or whatever but, like that it's kind of hard and I think like that that's different cuz it's I don't know it's it's, it's just yeah, different it's just but like a movie um and, and movies and video games can be recreated and you know yeah. in different ways and all that especially with the advancements yeah. of everything um, but that but I there's like the backwards compat backwards compatibility, which is a nice feature, but it's like that's just another way of bringing back nostalgia. Like you're gonna, you know, you can play the old game on the new system. It's it still runs like the old game, but it's on the new system, and it's just another yeah. way to spike sales. Like I know um, Modern Warfare Two, Call of Duty, um, which is one of like the biggest games of all time for Xbox and all that. They just made it backwards cap compatibility or compatible last year and i mean i'm sure i, I went personally to go buy a copy at gamestop because i couldn't find my copy and i mean it was only like eight bucks or whatever but like they were like yeah we're already sold out like you'll have to like pre-order or or you know like get an order in reserve a copy or whatever because everyone rushed to gamestop real quickly to go buy that and i don't know it's different than buying a 60 game but still you know it's like eight it's still money it's yeah. still spiking the sales a little bit
1: um I don't know if it's just me, but if you notice, like the people that are like, the they fall for the nostalgia trick of entertainment. The easiest is usually the people that are like, you know, they'll tweet something like, "Oh, I've grown so much this year. I'm I'm proud to be the new man or woman I am," and then new. Trick coming out, and they're like, Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. It's like, <laughs> I, Are you trapped in the past or are you moving forwards? Like, why? What is that all about? Yeah. yeah. It's like they'll claim they're all about this future. Then someone throws one little thing from their past at them, and they're just they fall for it like nothing.
0: I don't think there's a huge there's not a problem with nostalgia. Like everyone's going to experience and the feeling. I mean, if you've ever experienced nostalgia, it's pretty cool. Like it's like you clearly have experienced it before. Yeah. Um. Something I've experienced actually a couple times is a smell. It's weird. Yeah. But sometimes like a smell of something will bring back. Like I used to use this. deodorant back in high school right and i think like i got it like a month or a couple months ago you know like, i got it a couple months ago and i like it was the same one but i didn't realize it and as soon as i opened the cap or whatever it like instantly brought me back to like my early high school days because huh. i was like and it was a smell it was kind of weird and then like you'll smell um I don't know, just random, like, foods and stuff, and it takes you back to, yep. like, a time or a specific restaurant or whatever. It's weird how it's beyond the – I guess it's not beyond the product, but it's, like, just a smell can quickly bring them back. Yeah. It's pretty brain. crazy. Yeah, yeah. cool.
2: For me, it's um, music. That's, like, the only thing that gives me that sense of, like, whoa, going back.
0: Because, like, you listen to a song and you think of instantly the time – that you were listening to it originally yeah absolutely i i think smell and music are like the two ways like yeah sure playing like playing a a game that i used to play back then is cool or seeing a movie or whatever is like it's cool but like i don't get the same sense of nostalgia as i do with uh music or smell which is a different type of nostalgia Mm -hmm. than what we're talking about i would say that's
1: a good nostalgia honestly because for sure because you're not like buying into it it's just something that happens natural yeah I'm not
0: buying that deodorant just to you know like it was a it was the same brand that I've been buying for years I just happened to buy a random like I buy I switch it up every once in a while and it just happened to be one I used to use like it's not like it's oh I only use that like I'm sure I used other ones too but it just instantly brought me back to a time just that smell or like I said or with food or anything like that like Or music, it's just like it brings you back to that time. It's just you get caught in the trap with, oh, well, Lion King was good then. Is it going to be good now? And it might be good now, but in its own new way. You can't compare it. I guess you can, but, I mean, if you're going to buy into it, you can't expect the same thing because clearly there's advancements.
2: Well, someday you're just going to have nostalgia of the time you're in right now. Yeah. And so, like, I'm sure, you know, if this podcast ever just stopped, and years later, we listen to the intro song. We'd be like, "Oh, you remember the first time?" Oh, we for sure.
0: Yeah. And and people listening too will always, if they ever hear the song, they'll be like, "Oh, that's you know." Un- unless they already have a an experience with that song that they all tie right. it to, like they're gonna. And every time, if they do have an experience, every time the intro comes on in the like, podcast, hey, they hey, they yeah. think of that time. Yeah, uh, it's that's just how powerful I think music and um, all that is to me. Yeah, yeah. but. Um, any other comments on the obsession with nostalgia? I mean, I just think that we're reaching a point where it 's getting ridiculous, especially in the in the uh consumer world and all of that. I think that we need to stop buying into it, but i i don't blame the companies i believe I blame the consumers ourselves because yeah, you know probably. i've definitely like I said I bought into it uh, but people continue to buy into it and continue to go back and back and back and it 's like we advance for a reason. I hope everyone realizes that yeah all right any other comments no no. All right, uh, so we are going to get into producer Drew's facts of the week to end off today's show, and uh, Drew picked out a couple of um, facts that were about nostalgia, so go ahead, Drew.
2: So I got three facts today. Okay. Um, Number one is nostalgia was considered to be a cerebral disease, Okay. and it explains, so soldiers basically had this um, extreme case of homesickness when they were off in war, and um, a Swiss physician, Johannes Hoffer, diagnosed them with nostalgia. Since in the 17th century, a yearning for the past was considered a mental disorder. Wow. Well,
0: so it, it used to be a mental yeah. disorder, or considered a mental yeah. disorder.
1: Um, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's interesting for sure, but I don't... I didn't show you that if that's necessarily true or whatever. That would be like showing that we're just ignoring a uh, a mental disorder yeah i don't I, think it's a mental no, disorder because it, i feel like it's everyone could have it yeah well they
2: they said especially with soldiers it's extreme because when you well you're
0: it, well the, it's saying that yeah extreme hopes homesickness but i think it's just like how i don't know if it's ignorance or just how uneducated they were in the 17th yeah. century yeah I mean, it's like—I mean, this was 17—I mean, it was easy to just say, oh, well, they have something wrong with their brain for being homesick. Like, they didn't know enough. Like, clearly now, nostalgia would not be considered um, a mental disorder. Yeah. So.
2: All right, so here's the second fact. The smell of baked goods were found to be the greatest smell stimuli of nostalgia.
0: Like I said, smells like the biggest—that the, brings back the biggest memories. Yeah. Like, not the biggest memories, but you know what I mean. Like, that's when I, I'm like, oh, well, that reminds me of the time I was at— um, a seventh grade dinner, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like random times where it's like, yeah, that smell reminds me, or that certain food, the taste of a food reminds me right. of this or that, or
2: and it brings you back to the time. It's weird. All right, Drew. All right. So the third fact is that Spotify recent release, recently released a two-hour playlist called "Time Capsule" that attempts to guess what you listen to in your teenage years.
1: Huh. What is That's it, what weird. Is, how does it guess? What is it?
0: I'm assuming. I'm assuming this is based more on older people because clearly, you know, like a lot of people that have Spotify in their teenage years, so yeah. whatever is on their playlist. But I'm assuming it's probably just based off of your like. I mean, there's no way they're – in well, they could be inside your brain. Who knows? Do they have mm. your, like, age information?
2: Um, then-
0: I used to be a Spotify subscriber. I don't remember if – they probably do have – yeah, I think they have yeah. my age. So they probably just are like, okay, what do you listen to now? There's probably some formula involved yeah. with it, but that's just a yeah. way of getting you – Nostalgic again. Um, all right, is that the last fact of the week? Yes, sir. All right, cool. Uh, any other comments on today's episode, guys?
1: Um, I guess don't buy into it so quick. Think before you...
0: Yeah, like think about the complaints and all of that that you had about the movies and games and all that before you buy into it because it's going to be something that you end up just seeing as a waste of money and time and all that. Like it's it's cool here and there. Um, but I think the best way of having nostalgia or experiencing it is definitely through smell and music. But if you disagree, let us know on Twitter. That's at SmithRoseENT. Once again, it has been Owen Smith, Luke Joseph, and Producer Drew for the eighth episode of the Radio Dose podcast. We'll see you guys again uh, on the next episode, and uh, we hope you guys continue to like and listen, and make sure you follow us here on the um, Radio Dose podcast here on SoundCloud.